How do I know if I'm live? <laughs> Apparently I'm live, guys. I don't know what's going on right now. I'm trying to go live for the first time ever on my podcast, and I've never done it. So I see seconds going by, and I'm just going to start chatting and start talking. I'm driving down the road. I have my phone in a, in a holder, so I'm not really looking at my phone. I have headphones on. But I had something on my heart big time that I wanted to share, and I decided I'd just do it live. Um, it's just easier that way. So when I was a little girl, I my mom was Christian, and she raised me in a Christian household. And I, you know, strayed but came back on the path as I got older. And I remember her saying in the Bible that if you had faith as big as a mustard seed, you could move mountains. And I remember going to the cupboard that day that she told me that verse. And I went and I found the mustard seeds and I put one in my hand and they were tiny. And I was like, dang, I don't even have that much faith. It was kind of discouraging, really. I was like, not very many people have that much faith, do they? So um, as years go on and I start reading the Bible with my own two eyes and, you know, understanding what God's saying on those pages, I come across that verse and I did a study on it and I learned that a mustard seed becomes one of the biggest trees there are. And I, I, I don't want to say there are because there's redwoods and big trees like that, but it becomes a big tree where birds can rest on and sparrows and all the, you know, shade for animals and it just becomes like this place of rest. And it really hit home to me that faith isn't isn't something we just get you know we're not born with faith we're born with a connection to god but we're not born with faith and when you start to grow in your faith you start to get a greater understanding of god's plans and when you read the bible you understand that god is a good loving father he loves us so 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 much it's unbelievable how much he loves us it's just awesome and so we got our faith over here as new Christians or older Christians growing, growing, growing. And then we come to times like we're in right now. And I started, now I'm going to jump to prophecy. Now in the book of Amos 3, 7, it says, God will reveal all things. It doesn't say all things back then. It says all things through his prophets. And I remember the first time my mom asked me if I heard about the Trump prophecy. I was like, what are you talking about? And I didn't even know prophets were a thing. I didn't know prophecy was real. I didn't know it was biblical. So first, of course, I have to look at the Bible. Sure enough, it's there. Then I listened to this prophecy to see if it rings true in my heart, soul, and mind to God's word. And sure enough, it did. And then I started doing research because I'm a researcher and started to see that God has been talking about Trump, quote unquote, his David. Um, and if you don't know David and Goliath, the story, David killed the the giants that's what trump's about to do with debt with everything and and i say that because the prophets have said that since 2007 so as you get these little seeds planted in you that say hey trump's going to be the next president the prophets have told us over and over and over because god reveals all things through the prophets what's going to happen but then it doesn't happen for you know three years or whatever and people lost their faith tons of people have lost their faith and you know, I find myself every now and then going, because we have a, a mind that we don't want to be fooled or tricked, right? And so if 
if uh, things aren't happening, then we're going to, of course, be like, well, why aren't they happening? Maybe I'm believing a lie. And so in order to know if you are or are not believing a lie, what's the Bible say? And if it lines up with the Bible, then it becomes an act of faith. And a lot of these prophets have talked about a Red Sea moment. And if you, again, have not read the Bible in the Red Sea moment, Moses came to the Israelites. They were under such oppression and slavery at this point that they were, if they didn't meet the quota, and this is in the book of Joshua, if they didn't meet the quota of, of their bricks for the day for the building the pyramids, then they would take their child alive from the nursing mother and stick that child into in place of that brick and put mortar over it while the child was screaming and crying. That's how bad it was for these people. It was horrid. And so we got this going on, right? And it's, they compare what we're going through now to the children of Israel. So it's like, thank God that's not happening literally to, to us. Right. But it does feel like such a doomy, gloomy time. You know, you turn on the news and it's war, rumors of war and all the things the Bible say will happen. But God, and I thought, man, if you were Moses back then, right? And you're like, hey, guys. And Moses couldn't even really speak, right? He had a mutter. It says, you know what, guys? That's why you got to read all the books. The book of Jasper says the reason why Moses had a problem speaking was because when he was little, they wanted to kill him because he was wise as a taught. And he tried to take the crown off the king's head and put it on his own head. And the wise men told him, oh, you better kill that kid because he's going to take your crown someday. So, and one of the people said, hey, let's test and see if he's really wise or not. Let's take a piece of hot coal and a piece of onyx and whatever one he puts in his mouth um, will know if he's wise or not. And so he took the hot coal because it was of the angels to, to guide Moses to do this. And he put the hot coal in his mouth, which made him stutter the rest of his life. So you got this guy who stutters. And then he has his brother speak for him because he's embarrassed about his stutter. And then you tell all these people that all this stuff's going to happen and it doesn't happen. And your kids are being taken from you and murdered. And, it, you know, I would be really hard to have faith. So when I read this when I, years ago, when I read about the children of Israel and all that stuff, I thought, gosh, these guys are whiners and they're complainers. All that's all they ever do. Why do complain? Why do complain? Why do and now I find myself in this Red Sea moment trying so hard not to whine and complain about God doing what he needs to do to clean house. And yes, my city is a Democratic ran. I just did a TikTok on it yesterday. Uh, just drug riddled, crackhead smoking crack. It's insanity right now in Albuquerque, New Mexico. By the way, that's in the USA, next to Arizona, <laughs> Colorado. Um, Texas. We're right here, guys. A lot of people don't know that. I don't know why. We even have on our license plates, New Mexico, USA. Yeah. Anyways, back to faith. So in this moment, as we start to see these things happen and pass and prophecies passing day in and day out, day in and day out, you just got to hold on to your faith and understand that it's growing and trust in the Lord or trust in Satan's news. You know what I mean? We got two choices right now. And it's up to us to choose. And a lot of people rather choose the bad news. I don't know why, but they do. And that's up to them. But I'm here to tell you, 
we're, good things are coming, guys. Good things are coming. And it's not because I think so. It's because God said so. And it's pretty exciting. I mean, if you really want to get into prophecy, I highly suggest going to jgmministries.org. Uh, Her name's Julie Green. She is such a spirit-filled, wonderful woman of God, uh, you know, reads the Bible, shares the good news every day. I just love her. She pumps me up. Um, so, you know, I'm here to help pump you guys up real quick on my way to work. Uh, one other thing I wanted to tell you all, live shows are funny because one, I don't even know if anyone's listening right now, which probably nobody is because one, but two, uh, I can't see my phone, so I don't even know if anybody's engaging in, um, this. And if I mess up on my speak or whatever, I can't go back and edit it. It just is what it is. Um, so I think I covered everything. It's just basically we're in a Red Sea moment. I know that people have told it and they've lost their faith. Oh, one more thing that's been on my heart. Okay. So back in, gosh, 2015, when I started learning about all this stuff, the prophets were saying 2020 was going to be a year of 2020 vision, which for me, it has been now, right? It wasn't in the moment and it wasn't how I thought it was going to be. But yes, I, I see that. For me, 2020 vision. Then they said year 2020 one is the year we we will win and i'm like okay it doesn't feel like we're winning but you know maybe we did win stuff but i didn't know about year 2022 what was that one 2022 oh gosh now i'd have to go back 2023 the year for me 2022 oh for the new 2022 for the new so if you kind of think about all that going through and then now finally 2023, the year for, for you, for the Christians. So the people that believe and have faith and all this stuff, Moses was accounted for his faith. He wasn't accounted because he did good, righteous works. And you hear people say that you're like, Hey, did you know you have to have Jesus to go to heaven? No, I don't. I'm a good person. Uh, well, the Bible says in the book of John that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one will get to heaven except through Jesus. So take that up with Jesus. But everybody that God counted as righteous wasn't because they were, quote, unquote, a good person. It was because they had faith, and God counted that as righteousness. So, 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 that's all I got to say for now. Um, but let's say a little prayer, and I'm going to turn this sucker off. Father God, I thank you for whoever has ears to hear this, whoever has possibly tuned in on this live show or will hear it later on today. I just pray that you give them hope, give them joy that surpasses all understanding during this great awakening and shakening. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. The prophets don't even know what's going to happen. But you've told us in part what is going to happen. And you've told us in whole what is going to happen. And now we just need to have faith that you will move your hand as you said you would because you are... A, never lie. You never have. You never will. As you part this Red Sea, Lord, let many people go through it. Let not, not let, let people change their ways and turn to you and just know that you are the only one true God. There is no other but you. I love you, Father God. I love you so much. Thank you for all my listeners out there. Put a hedge of protection around them. Don't let them fear anything. Just let them know that you are God bigger than money, bigger than sickness, bigger than disease. Um, from there, I say, whoop, woo! Talk to y'all later. I don't know how to end this, though. I'll have to, I'm like, do I have to wait till I'm at a red light? Stop.